Podcast, that podcast where once a week we argue that old chestnut, which is better, X or Y. Also, a Chestnut Appreciation Podcast. I'm Tyler, your host, and the Han Solo to your Princess Leia. I am your co-host, Jordan, and I am the uh, uh, Benjamin Ben Franklin Gates to your Dr. Abigail Chase. And I'm Kevin, your semi-host, and I am your, I am the Lando Calrissian to your Colt 45. Because <laughs> it works every time. Every time. Yes, Jordan, was yours just like Benjamin Franklin? I thought, I thought no, he no. was a notorious uh, Somebody has not watched France. National yeah, Treasure. National Treasure, Nicolas Cage, oh, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, we have to steal a declaration. Uh, of uh the Resolute Desk. Uh, minted oh, in 1845 they... uh, to to make a sandwich for Benjamin Franklin that was so great that he would take off his costume because that guy was into costumed shenanigans. He was he was he was part of a club for that kind of stuff, and we don't condone that here. But <laughs> we do condone club sandwiches. We do condone club sandwiches, and we also condone receiving and answering ninjas versus pirates type questions from you the listener and would you rather's that we collect each week via our multiple sources on the internet and you are in luck oh love struck listener because this is our podcast on valentine's day we we figure that there is enough demand out there that we should really answer some of these pressing pressing valentine's related questions so without further ado let's dive on in first we have a question from an anonymous user on formspring sleepless in seattle wants to know romantic comedies or romantic dramas go uh romantic dramedies done um uh that is not an option oh jeez straight up comedy straight up drama uh, I, drama um off the top of my head right this second i cannot think of a single romantic drama notebook uh notebook uh, walk to remember uh, uh, gosh, to those um, are romeo and Ju- romeo and juliet Wait, you're thinking of nomeo and juliet the sequel to Nomeo and Juliet, West Side Story. Tristan no. and Isolde. Didn't West Side Story have comedic um, elements? Uh, War Horse. Um, Equus. Um. I don't think uh, anything that Bill Pullman has been in. Um, Independence don't... Day. Yeah, Independence Day is easily a romantic drama. That is drama. true. Um, They're getting married in that bunker. Well, yeah. It's, I mean, it's it's man's love affair with aliens, right? And it ends very badly. Yes, because they want to move in. Yes. They want to move in together, and we're like, "Well, why don't we just take it a little slower?" And uh, and then the aliens kill us, and then and then they uh, they blow up the White House. Right. I think if we're counting Independence Day as a romantic drama, and I think we should, um, I would still have to go with romantic comedy. Oh gosh, but they're so formulaic. Um, it's true. It's true, and you know. Romantic drama is truer to life. Well, and, like love, love is tough. But but love Heaven. is also a funny thing. Life is filled yeah. with comedic moments and textures. Um, so I I, I could. But it's argue. not always going to work out, and that's how comedy. Um, work out. that's not true. The breakup with Vince Vaughn, spoiler alert. But you've had ten years to see it. They don't end up together. And that you was, mean they stay broken up? Yeah, I ruined that for a girl at Blockbuster once. <laughs> <laughs> Let me guess. She walked up to you and said, "Hey, do they do they break up?" And no, I like, was I was trying to make a clever joke based on the title, and I was like, "You know, they break up, right?" Thinking I thinking she would th- you know know that I meant, "Hey, in the first ten minutes of the film, they're gonna break up." But she was like, "They stay broken up," and I was like, "No, of course not. Why would anyone make a movie like that?" And then I'm sure when she got home and watched it, she was just so pissed and was like. That guy, I Probably. will never go back to Blockbuster again, and I will only, I will only be a Netflix patron until they jack up the price and really screw everybody over. 
You, you done with that soliloquy I'm there? Sensing Kevin? some some uh, bitterness. I over just there. think you know that needed to be said. Well, I think I'm going to probably end up siding with romantic dramas because let me tell you, let me give you ten things I hate about romantic comedies. Ah, One, <laughs> they're they're not funny. They're really not funny. <laughs> that was two. Two are really not funny. Three. I don't even know the rest. I just wanted to use that 10 things I hate about you reference. Well, you really stuck with that one. Bravo. Yeah, I, I, um, I ran out of steam, see, like, yeah, real quick. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. You see, I, I would agree with Jordan, though, because with romantic comedies have given us such monstrosities as Along Came Polly, which has, you know, ferret ridiculousness and sweaty dudes getting all up in your Which grill. Which is bad. Why? And all that kind Somebody of stuff. Somebody tell me why that's bad. Whereas, whereas romantic dramas have like, you know, like a gravi- gravitas to them. You know, they can they can move you. They can l- help you learn about yourself. Like, no one really learns much about themselves through a romantic comedy. Um, I was really I am kind of try to... though, because... Sorry, Kevin, go ahead. Well, I, I was I was looking at lists of romantic comedies to try to prove you guys wrong, and I I really can't, um, cause because <laughs> there there are such gems as Valentine's Day, uh, the Bounty Hunter, uh, let's see, Dog the Bounty Dog Hunter. The that Bounty is Hunter. that is a great that's romantic, romantic drama. That is a romantic um, drama. Confessions of a Shopaholic. No Strings Attached, The Proposal, All the Sex in the City movies, Sweet Home Alabama, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, Sex in the City 2, uh, Made in Man... Oh, okay, that's what seals it up for me. Made in Manhattan. Um, starring... Whereas, on the, rom- the romantic... Tucci was in that film. On the romantic drama side, you have Casablanca. Generally uh, considered true. the greatest yeah, movie of all time. You have Gone with the Wind. Oh, you have, uh, you have Mr. and Mrs. Smith, Rocky, P- Pearl Harbor, Rocky, uh, the um, Rocky, um, Hound of the Baskervilles, Rocky, Knocked Up, Rocky, Knocked Up is a romantic. Co- That's actually one that I was that I, I I saw as a small point for romantic comedies, but it just didn't it didn't make up for Made in Manhattan. Yeah, no, um, I'll give I'll give all the Judd Apatow romantic uh, comedies credit. They're pretty. Yeah. Um, no, but Rocky is the like the greatest love story of all time. Two misfits finding love and proving themselves in a pet show. Yeah, that's a oh man, what a great film! And then it went on to make other films that that weren't as great, except for except for Rocky Five with Tommy Gunn. The possibly the the greatest love story of, time, of them all yeah. when. Uh, when Uncle Porksnout gets his romantic love waitress. Oh ball. gosh! And another another terrible romantic comedy, Kate and Leopold. Awful, awful, awful things. Why would uh, why would people make movies like that? So, I'm pretty sure Jordan and I are both well, firmly on. I don't know. I was actually gonna. I was gonna let drama. Ryan Gosling decide for me. Uh, oh, uh, as as anyone should. As anyone should. But I'm looking at his his repertoire, and he was in both The Notebook and Blue Valentine, which I think are both firmly romantic dramas. But he was also in Lars and the Real Girl and Crazy Stupid Love, which are definitely romantic comedies. So Crazy Stupid Love is incorrectly punctuated, so I will not support that that <laughs> film at all. It sh- there should not be a comma a comma after uh, stupid. Then, then you're you're Hello? listing three things: yep. crazy, stupid, love. You should put a comma between crazy and stupid, but not after stupid. Should be crazy, but, stupid. But Kevin, I think there should only Kevin. It's an Oxford comma. No, that's not. That's I... that's exactly what I'm saying. It is not an Oxford comma because it's not listing a list of three things. It's two things that describe love. I think it's actually crazy, stupid, love. I... I don't. You, there's. You couldn't even. That's impossible to punctuate. What you, Actually, ju- what, you gonna, just, what you just said cannot exist in the English language. I'm sorry, Tyler. It just can't. I'm gonna go ahead uh, and classify Drive as a romantic drama as well. So <laughs> Ryan Gosling votes romantic drama. Oh, I do too. Uh, also, romantic drama. Ghost. Patrick Swayze. 
the greatest super Wait, supernatural love story. Oh, yeah. Also, yeah. Roadhouse. Pretty As, much also drama, a romantic drama. Sure. Also a romantic yeah, drama. Yeah, obviously. Um, yeah, these are all. Good I mean, points. Tinker is in love with that polar bear. <laughs> it is. It is a story to warm your heart for the ages. Um. So, Kevin, I'm I'm locking in on the romantic drama. I think you know. I just have my heartstrings are too finely tuned not to. So the decision falls on on your shoulders. Um, I I think I gotta go romantic drama because Made in Manhattan is just an awful excuse for a human endeavor. Also, Geely. So Geely. Yeah, Geely. Uh, uh, well, that actually that I don't think builds itself as a comedy, but is is itself very funny. So that's technically a romantic comedy. And no, I, I think it is. Oh, and then there's there's comedy. the greatest romantic drama of all time, uh, The Room. Oh, that's true. <laughs> who, who can't agree with that? That's true. Oh, that. what a film. The story of love and You're all. breaking Lisa! my heart, Lisa. Are you all lying? I never <laughs> said that. I never did those things. I did not hit her. T- you are like, oh, oh Kurt, you, so, you have such crazy so, stories, Kurt. Ha, 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 ha. Oh, hi, Denny. <laughs> Yep, that's well, we just me. alienated all so, of our listeners who have never watched The Room. But uh, hey, you should go watch The Room, it's, listeners. It's, it's, no, you no, yes, you should. <laughs> no, it you is should. worth every second that you will wish you were dying. <laughs> uh, just make sure that there there are no small children or pets in the room. That's true. Remember, um, there are no small children, so, only small children. Good that's, point. That's uh, so sleepless I in Seattle. I for that. That was awful. Sleepless in Seattle. Thank you very much. Uh, next time. Oh, that's time, a good movie too. But are... that's kind of a romantic yeah. comedy. Yeah. Next time you are in one of the twelve blockbusters remaining <laughs> across this great nation, go ahead and rent yourself a romantic drama. You will not regret it. And if you're in New York City, there actually is a blockbuster on in the seventies, like seventy fourth or something. I, it was like it was like seeing a, a mirage. I was like, "What? How is that even possible?" But I think you know, with all the hipsters in the city, I think it was open. Ironically, I think people only went there, oh, you know, to be ironic. Like, oh, what everyone's if, going to Redbox. Red what if we yeah. went there? Wouldn't that be crazy? <laughs> all right. Up next, we have a question from Allison Fentrist, who says in her email, "Hi, guys." Long-time listener, first-time asker here. My question is Valentine's Day versus St. Patrick's Day. Which holiday is better and less worthless? Also, I resemble Rapidash because I am fiery and cute, lovely, smart, plus amazing. Spurned in Springfield. All of those... All of those... uh, Adjectives are separated by ellipsis. Wait, so. what? Oh, uh, oh, wait. We we uh, asked we asked them to say which what which Pokemon they looked most like. I asked, I, I, I do not, I do not believe we asked anything. I'm fairly sure. I'm pretty sure that was you, Kevin. Well, I'm so glad um, because um, that was that that gives me so much more detail about what they might be asking. Um, uh, I've got so much more to work uh, with here. Rapidash oh, is such a Wait. Just picture, just picturing that hammered Rapidash wearing a little plastic hat with a clover <laughs> on it. It's all so clear now. Well, hey, he's old enough to drink. He evolved from Ponyta. Down at Flame and Moe's. Yeah. Everyone goes to Flame Take and Moe's. Get them Irish car bombs. The drink, not the bomb. So the question is, which Valentine's Day is better? Valentine or which, <laughs> which which holiday? Which Valentine's which Day was hol- better, last year's or the year before? <laughs> which holiday is better, Valentine's Day or St. Patrick's Day? Uh, well, I'm very biased because I am of the Irish descent, um, and I think that St. Patrick would totally beat the crap out of St. Valentine. Like, oh, you know, actually, I don't know anything about the actual historic Valentine, St. Valentine, but I know that the historic St. Patrick chased a bunch of snakes off of an entire island, and that's pretty baller. Oh, and then also, hey, there were a bunch of Vikings living 
uh, or you know, no, not nomads. What like a bunch of savages, druids living, living on? Are you looking for druids? Just, just gnomes. Yeah, there were just gnomes on Ireland, and he came and he said, "You know what? I don't like this. I'm taking it over." And he killed every single one of those savages. So I think, in conclusion, from my book report, uh, St. Patrick's Day is way better. I think I am also biased because I really enjoy alcohol. So, <laughs> I mean, yeah, St. But... Patrick's Day is a, is a festival what? for those of us who aren't purely Irish. Uh, which is most of America. I mean, it's a festival to support uh, putting green food coloring in all of your beverages. And uh, just, yeah, it's the well, festival just of in all liquids in general. Like you put it in your toilet yeah. bowl, you do all of that. Um, and uh, making some mistakes. Yeah, but so. but here's the thing, though. I think that as long as you stay single, Valentine's Day is just as much a reason to drink yourself. Uh, you know to sleep than than St. Patrick's. Yeah, I mean, let's let's be honest. You're getting smashed on both holidays. It, you know, yeah, the, but the only question is, are you happy drunk or are you sad drunk? Yeah, and why why wouldn't you want to be happy drunk? You got that St. Patrick's Day parade going by. You are just blasted and it looks probably like the Macy's Day parade even though it's like your podunk little town parade and man, you're just you're you're wearing green, or if you're not, people are pinching you, and I don't know. It's just what St. Patrick's Day do you have? What? Oh, you you never follow that tradition that uh, if you're not wearing any any green on St. Patrick's Day, Jordan, you, that, it's that's not a tradition. That's harassment. I, you you have been you have been Jordan. You should report that. to Yeah, someone. that is that see, is grounds for I've been firing. Getting pinched so much. You should see Wilfred in, in social affairs. Yeah. See McGillicuddy in social affairs. He'll set you straight. He'll say, that is not how Irish um, people celebrate. Well, you know, I I think I'm a little bit biased here because I love gifts. You see, on St. Patrick's Day, you're getting drunk on your own dime. You are just, you know, you're, you're, you're ruining your liver and you're depleting your bank account at the same time. Whereas... On Valentine's Day, especially if you're in a relationship, sometimes, even if you're not in a relationship, you get candy, you get gifts, you get, like, you know, road trips to watch the sunset on the east and then the west coast. Like, it's, that would... you, there's, there's so much that can come out of Valentine's Day, whereas pretty much the only thing that comes out of St. Patrick's Day is, like, falling asleep in a, a, a pool of your own sick. <laughs> yeah, but... Uh, first of all, what what Groupon road trip deal are you getting where you could see? Yeah, the no, sun? I was I was gonna point out <laughs> our, our great nation of the United States. Uh, it was yeah, is it like was... two to three thousand miles across. You'd have to be like in a jet to catch both sunsets. Just so you know. Uh love knows love knows no sound barrier, Jordan. Um, you know it's the things you do for romance. See, but I think, you know, you got to you got to look at it from a social perspective as well. I mean, Valentine's Day, you're only going to spend with at most two people, yourself and your your beloved. <clears throat> but um St. Patrick's Day I think that's spending it with one person. No, you have to well cuz you, you have to count <laughs> yourself otherwise if you don't have somebody, then you're spending it with zero people and that's depressing. Um <laughs> Hey there, hey there, Sloppy Joe mix for me on Valentine's Day. It's gonna be delicious. <laughs> please, uh, please don't cut my finger. Uh, please don't do that. Hey, at least you put it. At least you got it in that nice heart formation <laughs> right. in, in your bun there. Um, whereas St. Patrick's Day, everybody's your your friend. You know what? You you are at that that pub and you've got forty new best friends. People are That's buying true. rounds. People are singing "Danny Boy." Oh, good point. What about all the awesome St. Patrick's Day songs? Oh, all the great Valentine's Day songs. Oh, wait, there aren't any. Point against St. Patrick's Day. You're going to have to listen to Flogging Molly all day long. No, that's, and that's not just true. Get oh, that's a, that's a good point. And Valentine's Day has such great songs as, <laughs> like, as what? Up on the rooftop, click, click, click. Down through the chimney comes old Saint Valentine. Valentine. <laughs> oh, I love that one. Yeah. No. Yeah, but plenty of Tyler... chocolates in his 
kicks. All right, you can stop singing. Yeah, name, keeping the, them the warm for all. The mankind. joke is no longer funny. The joke Tyler, has been made. see, the problem is where you're like, you don't even need to. You're, you're going to get a bunch of gifts. You're not going to get a bunch of gifts. Yeah, no, I mean, who are you? Maybe if we were still in preschool when our parents <laughs> yeah, um, made maybe, us give. Maybe if you're doing it wrong, Jordan. Maybe, maybe if, if you still... have do have the warmth of human companionship. If we're still in grade school, when our parents, you know, conveniently give us Valentine's to give out, then yeah, you're going to get a bunch of candy. Once you reach the real world, nobody cares anymore. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, Valentine's Day gives you an excuse to rhyme, though. What? Does it? Oh, like roses are red, violets are blue. The Legend of Zelda, the Legend of Zelda. Yeah, but what, yeah. what about, what about all the St. Patrick's Day limericks? <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, St. Patrick's Day gives you a, a chance to limerick. Yeah. And how how often do you get to limerick? I mean, uh, I you, was, get to, you get to... I was never a fan of Rick. <laughs> you get to, without, you know, rhyme sometimes in your daily life. You never get to limerick. Without limericks, how would we know anything about the man from Nantucket? Yeah. Who isn't even Irish. He's Nantucket. Uh, yeah, but he's American. Um, but come on, I mean, you can't you can't say that Danny Boy isn't the greatest song ever sang. Um, and uh, which, it's also depressing. Which pipes are calling? Uh, the the pipes. It's not specified. <laughs> the or the or the organ pipes at a funeral. It's like a no. Wing. It's a very heartfelt. See, that's the thing. St. Patrick's Day is not just about unbridled celebration. It's also about reflection of the alcohol in your own heart. <laughs> so i i think i don't know i, I it's a it's a slam slam mcdunk for me i will give you though that saint patrick's day is the one time of the year that you can get shamrock shakes at mcdonald's yeah oh guess what you can't get them you can't get them now even though there's signs all over the place because if you go in there and ask they'll be like uh i don't know what you're talking about they're probably coming tomorrow which is what happened tonight. So, I <laughs> Shamrock Shakes are dead to me. That's sad. Yeah. Hey, is the McRib still back, or did they finally unback it? <laughs> uh, I think diabetes unbacked it. <laughs> no, diabetes has been backing it for <laughs> years. It's his number diabetes. one supporter. <laughs> um, well, and and you know, let me let me just also say that at least we know what. St. Patrick's Day was supposed, or St. Patrick was supposed to have done. I looked it up, and nobody even knows who St. Valentine was. He was either a priest in Rome, a bishop of uh, Interamna, or a martyr in the Roman province of Africa. Um, all of those sound pretty lame, whereas St. Patrick uh, is the patron saint of parties. So Also, the kind of mistake The patron saint of parcel tongue. <laughs> <laughs> the kind of mistakes that you make on St. Patrick's Day, you know, they're, they're probably not going to matter that much. Like, you probably had a little too much to drink. You know, that's a mistake, but that's okay. The kind of mistakes you make on Valentine's Day are much worse. I mean, what if you, you spend that lovely Valentine's Day with the person you think is your your true one and only, your your, your numero uno, and she ends up, like, breaking your heart? On St. Patrick's Day, when she goes and makes out with your best friend. Mm, that's worse. That's why I never go out with Kevin. Because I make out with everybody? Or everybody makes out with me? That's uh, always, that's always happening. Uh, Is Kevin your girlfriend or your best friend? Uh, uh, so, final votes. Uh, uh, final, final votes, Jordan. Uh, St. Patrick's Day. I'm siding with my buddy Jameson on this. Oh, the newspaper editor? Yes, Mr. Jay Jameson? Jonah. Um, St. Patrick's Day, cause, and I am siding with the four flavors of Bailey's. Caramel, mint, coffee, and regular. And I will go with Valentine's Day because I love me a good bit of poetical whimsy and also getting small heart-shaped lollipops in my mailbox. So send them on my way. But... Allison, uh, I guess just, you know, save up that, that fiery uh, fire Pokemon spirit for the next St. Patrick's Day. You're going to get be wasted. Up next, we oh, have uh, a question. Small disclaimer. 
Uh, we at MVP do not endorse the overconsumption of alcohol or the driving thereof. Yes, drink responsibly. Uh, up next, we have a question from Amy Zimmerman. Thank you, Amy. Who would like to know Cupid versus the Easter Bunny? Man, it is war of the holidays here tonight, today. Whenever Cupid, you're uh, well, here's the first. Here's the first thing. Point against Cupid. Uh, I don't care who you are or how cute your children are. Childhood nudity is never cute and it's never okay. Um, so I don't care if Cupid is one or two or one and a half. I don't care how old he is. Well, really, he's like a gajillion years old because he is uh, timeless. Um, so that's even creepier that there's like this, this thousand year old nude baby just running around making, stabbing people with arrows and making them fall in love with each other. Um, but two, I just, I don't want to see your, your naked baby on a bearskin rug. I don't want to see it anymore. So I, I can't support, uh, I can't support Cupid for that reason. Kevin, those are all valid points, but I bring up the, the counter argument uh, the anti-Easter Bunny argument is clearly the movie Hop, which I don't oh, know how many of gosh. our viewers have seen. But uh, well, yeah. I'll make a, I'll make a point to post the trailer for Hop on the old Facebook page. And uh, man, if if you can watch that and just not want to, you know, like murder your nearest, you know, inanimate object near you, then. Uh, <laughs> Then power to you, but I have destroyed many, many pencils in rage after watching that trailer. I should stop. Oh gosh, yeah, that. You see, the thing, the thing is though, the Easter Bunny is more or less harmless. He's just leaving around, you know, little eggs filled with chocolate, or sometimes a roll of pennies. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You just kind of go and look for it. Is that harmless to dogs? Well, but dogs aren't going to be able to get into the the into plastic the chocolate. and hold on, you're going to kill hard Easter Bunny dog shell. killer. I think so. Whereas, whereas Cupid, you see, he's messing with fate. You know, he is taking your life into his own hands. You don't want to be that Greek dude who gets shot and then like runs after a nymph who turns into a tree. And then you, like, run into that tree. And everybody calls you Barkmouth for the rest of your life. Um, yeah, I, well, the other thing about the Easter Bunny is that he's just a giant sham. Um, and that he, I, I mean, does anyone actually believe in the Easter Bunny ever? I, th- I think yeah, even when my parents no. told me about it, I was like, well, that's stupid. There's no way that's true. Also, no, it's like how platypi no, lay eggs. Yeah, no, bunnies the Easter, do not... the Easter bunny is a kind of platypi. Oh, of, of all oh the gosh. holiday mascots there are out there, the most creepy one to see in real life if somebody's in the costume is bar none, the Easter bunny. Have yeah. you seen the film Donnie Darko? Like, that's terrifying. Like That's not... Well, or Harvey, mm. gosh. Uh, although yeah, Harvey, although that's also most true. Easter bunnies don't have, like, silver gashed faces. Like in Donnie Darko. I bet they do. You see, but the Easter Bunny's giving you stuff. He's giving uh, you stuff. Cupid whereas is giving Cupid's you just the gift of eternal love. Yeah, only if he hits the right targets, and even then, you have no choice in the matter. Well, I, I think he's yeah. he's going to take he's taking your considerations into account. Is he? Like, what if you're? What if you're? He's a baby. Babies are so dumb. <laughs> Have you have you watched a kid play with blocks? Babies are dumb. They, they don't know they don't know up from down, and then they just knock it all over. He's gonna take your heart and stack it's it on true. top of another heart, and then play dinosaur monster with it. My my bro Narcissus, he was just going through his morning routine, putting on deodorant, looking at himself in the mirror. Cupid just shoots with an arrow, and all of a sudden, like he just falls in love with himself, and it ruins his life. Actually, that sounds like if a pretty anything, awesome Cupid's life. always just Cupid's just messing with folks. He's like he's like the Ashton Kutcher of the the Greek gods. Hey, you got punked. <laughs> uh, now go that's get married. All he does. Yeah, I, I mean, I just a giant bunny. At least Cupid does archery. 
I mean, at least he's fit. That's something, right? Fit for a baby. And, you know, what he's gives Cupid out, the though. right? What gives Cupid the right? He's not even the god of love. Like, what gives him the right to, you know, lord over our, who loves who? That's terrible. Because he's got those little wings. Also, every time you say, like, oh, man, I love Captain Crunch, he's going to be like, oh, yeah? Well, why, why don't, don't you marry, marry it? it? Yeah. And then oh, he he, shoot, he shoots you with an arrow, and then you legitimately want to marry the, the captain. The captain. And it's futile because he's never going to crunchitize you. I do love peanut he's butter an, crunch. He's a marketing Yeah, player. but I feel like if I had, if I was hanging out with the Easter Bunny, all he's got, like, all he's going to do is dry out your mouth and cut the top <laughs> of it. Uh, I just, you know, if I was hanging out with the Easter Bunny, I would just never be able to to eat carrots because he would always be taking them, and I'd be like, "Hey, could I have this carrot with this spinach artichoke hummus? I was really hoping to enjoy it." And be giving you chocolate, which is a a. Far superior alternative. Uh, no, he's not, not if I don't want to go jelly belly. He's giving you hard-boiled eggs. Yeah. Although, I the mean, chocolate you get on Easter is most most frequently graven idol images of the the Easter bunny. Yeah. I mean, you know. That is kind of creepy. He's encouraging you to... to to eat, eat his effigy. Yeah. It's, right. it's weird. I, I don't... Yeah, I'm not, I'm not comfortable with that at all. Um... That and half the half the Easter basket is that plastic grass anyway, and you get sick if you try to eat that. Trust me. Not unless you get the edible kind. That doesn't exist. Prove it to me. Prove sure it to me. me. Uh, Prove it to me. If it exists, it'll be on the Facebook using, page. Using math. Um, e equals MC... Easter Bunny. Escher and Grass. <laughs> Should we should we see where uh, Backstreet Boys falls down on this argument? Because I, th- I'm pretty I think sure they we have a song should. called. I, I think they have a song uh, called "Quit Playing Games with My Heart," and I think they were talking to Cupid in that song. Oh, that's. I mean, oh man, they are the the spiritual gurus of our age. Well, no, of course, I, of course, we should I, go. No, with I them. think that's an assumption. They could easily be talking to the Easter Bunny. Like, hey, quit playing games with my heart because you're not Cupid and you don't have any right to be doing that, and you're a giant bunny. And that's the other thing. Um, at least Cupid is sort of going to understand what's going on. That giant bunny is just going to be drooling all over the place with his tiny brain that can't comprehend anything but carrots and possibly some chocolate. Quit playing games with my heart. All you're giving me is bit of honey. I love bit of honeys. I just can't handle that, that little, that little prankster doing whatever, doing whatever he wants. This is my life. It's my life, and it's now or never. I don't want to live under a baby's control. Well, Jordan, do you have any final points in this argument? Ah, man. Cupid be stupid, but, you know, I can't. I I brought up the hop argument at the beginning, and it is just... I cannot, under any circumstances, side with the Easter Bunny after that movie. Oh man, Kevin! I hate nude babies, though. I, I'm gonna. That's I, a good point, Kevin. I'm going. So wait. What if he makes you fall in love with a baby? Then you're going to oh, prison. Oh gosh, that would be terrible. Baby lover. I didn't want to do that at all. I only like. He thinks it's. He thinks it's. He thinks it's a swell lark. I, I only like girls. No, not 18 you. Eighteen or older. He should know that. Um. So I, I got to side with, wait, so which is better? Easter Bunny, because he's not a nude child. And I will agree with Kevin and say that the Easter Bunny, you know, he means well. He, he, may, he may not always endorse the right movies. He may not always put the candy somewhere that it's easy to find. But at least, you know, he's, he's always looking out for you. Whereas Cupid, eh, he'll do whatever he wants. So, Amy... Thank you very much. The Easter Bunny is clearly the victor in this situation. Up next, we have a question from one of our favorite listeners' names, Murph Murphy, (laughs) who would like to know candy hearts versus candy corn. Two of the worst candies, both what? holiday staples, and that would I be love candy corn, candy candy hearts with the mes- hearts. with the message on. Real- what? Yeah, who are you, guy? Both of you. 
It's going to be one of those arguments. Well, uh, candy hearts. Candy corn is terrible. There's nothing redeeming about it. Get out of here. Candy hearts, at least you have a chance of a fun message that you can use to play play a goof on your friends. It's helping our children read. Yeah, except for the new ones that are like text letters. Yeah, Yeah. but what... The first book I've ever read was a candy heart. That's not a book. That's an insipid phrase. And no, that's the thing. A candy a heart was the first text message they I They might be said. teaching our children, but they're teaching our children to be vapid, love-struck idiots. Oh, hey, there's nothing you can ex- aspire to except to maybe sort of have a kind of meaningful uh, relationship with somebody. I'm going to invoke the Beatles here and argue that all we need is love. Oh, Good thing they lived by that and didn't also need mounds of drugs. Although, unfortunately, you can't fit that much text on on one of those little hearts. Sure, you can. You can. Well, you could write out the entirety. All you need is love. No, I was just gonna say you could write out the entirety. The entirety of the White Album. Uh I mean, I was gonna say A Tale of Two Cities, but I guess you could do the White Album. It was the best of times. Another heart. It was the worst of times. Another heart. It was whatever comes after that. And so you could probably get that whole book and, uh, you know, you could eat a year's worth of candy hearts and probably have read A Tale of Two Cities. That's a point for, can- that's a point for candy hearts. Oh, shoot. Also, also another point for candy ahead, hearts. Jordan. They're all chalky like that. I'm pretty sure they work the same as Tums. So if you have, you got a little heartburn, take some candy hearts. It's good for your heart. Pretty sure and that's while science. while candy hearts, I would argue, are only slightly better than the uh, their candy corn brethren. At least with candy hearts, you have a variety. Like you can have different flavors of candy hearts, there's... whereas with candy corn, you're always just kind of stuck with the flavor. No, of, there's different flavors of like, candy corn. Corn starch. Yeah, no, there's different cup flavors of candy corn. Come on. And such as uh, I, there's I don't know, there's different ones. Those are different colors, Kevin. No, there's different flavors, dang it. Um, I will look it up. Also, let's let's talk about the texture of candy corn. It's like pure wax. Like it's like I'm biting yeah. a candle. No, it's so good. Uh, and then once it's in your mouth, it becomes all uh, greeny. It's just, no, it's it just dissolves. pure sugar. It's delicious. Um, and you know, when you're eating candy corn, like you always have the sneaky suspicion that this candy corn has been sitting in the same candy dish for the past four years. Not to mention... The thing is, though, it doesn't even taste any different. Look, candy... It, it, you always have that suspicion because it always tastes like it's for no, you. No, it tastes delicious because it's just pure sugar. Oh, wait. No, it's not just pure sugar. It also has fondant in it. And fondant, as we all what? know, is a classy... Fondue? Is an icing-like substance used to decorate or sculpt pastries. Uh, the word is French. Meaning melting. It's sculpting material. So here's the deal. You could either eat candy hearts by the dozens and look like, you know, some kind of some kind of candyaholic or wordaholic if you just like reading short phrases. Um, or you could be super classy and eat some candy corn with fondant. So fondant that. Oh, also, uh, here's the bigger issue, though. The bigger issue is that you guys are being racist. Because you're what you are just perpetuating a legacy of abuse and um, you know just not good relationships with Native Americans who make all the candy corn. That's not who true. would be who would be ashamed of our our awful uh, thing. Yeah, good point. Who would be ash- who would be ashamed of our mockery of their their precious precious maids? No, it's are any fish used in the growing of candy corn? I don't think so. I don't, I don't know. I Squanto don't know what candy corn is, but I want it. Um, Squanto didn't die so that we could eat candy corn. You, he he died so that we you could don't live know a that. free nation. Squanto's autobiography said, "If there's one thing I'd like to be remembered for, it's candy corn and how bumping it is." So I feel like. I believe his autobiography is titled "I Put the Maze in Amazing," but that's be, that's besides the point. Um, well, but let's that's, look, so that's let's look at a, Bazinga. <laughs> let's look at another knock against uh, candy corn. What which holiday is candy corn most frequently associated with? 
All Hallows Eve. Uh, Halloween. Yes, Halloween. Uh, and when we're out, when we're out trick or treating for Halloween, which one candy is the one that we put off longest eating because it's the worst of all candies? Candy corn. Uh, candy so, corn. You know, it's this like, is, oh, I got this Snickers and this Twix uh, and this, survey, this other stuff. Survey says and I have this candy corn. candy corn. See, I'm going to eat all the good stuff and leave candy corn for last. The problem, Which isn't even individually packaged. It's been hanging out in the bottom of your the bag. The problem yeah. with what you just said added nothing to the argument. You said, hey, you know why candy corn's bad? Because it's bad. You just added the fact that it's associated with Halloween. What well, is bad. Kevin, no, Kevin, it's... Now, see, the thing is... The thing is, oh, it's somebody flirts with you with candy hearts. You're like, oh, this person thing says that, like, you're cute. That's, oh, I'm so flattered. My cheeks are flush. Whereas if some dude in a scream mask flirts with you by giving you candy corn, then you got to get out of there. Uh, Think of all I'm the sorry diseases if I'm just not spread as... by candy corn. Like... I, you gotta I, listen to I Sonic and say no. That out stuff is is not individually packaged. You just grab a handful of it. Who knows what other snotty little brats, you know, put their hands in that bowl of candy corn. You can get Man, individually I don't, I don't want... wrapped candy corns. Go to a to, go to a double tree. I'm, oh, that sounds I'm awful. Just saying, it's candy available. corns on the bottom of your feet. Candy uh, corns. Oh, oh delicious. Point, like. Oh, hey, I got a little snack for mm, later. No, thank you. Mm, oh, so gosh. good. No, thank you. No, I, I, candy hearts taste awful. Like, each flavor is just mm, another I, flavor of awful. It's like, oh, what does this taste like? Oh, yeah, bad again. Uh, but they are great for your self-esteem. No, they're not. You if, know that somebody out there... If you're alone, and it's just like... Somebody out think, there thinks you are a QT. See, but they don't, though. If you if you have no one, and you're reading those candy hearts, you're just reminded that there's nobody there, that that's true. It's like, oh, but, hug me. There's and no candy, one hold on, to hold hug on. me. You're just... No one to hug me at all, A benefit, ever. though, to the fact that there's words on each heart, it prevents you from, like scarfing down on them you you got to read each one so it's it's got its own defense mechanism to like you know prevent you from like getting super diabetic yeah, instantly i think the flavor you, you does take that. the time the only, to read each one the only reminder with candy corn is that someday all of your teeth are going to fall out and you're going to turn into dust that's all that's the only thing uh, they have but that's to offer preparing you. that's preparing children for reality tyler and i am not about to sugarcoat the truth so, kids are going to die someday. Well, that's exactly and what you're doing. And candy corn, the only sure things in life. <laughs> oh, man, I have to fill in my candy corn returns, so, by the way. I so mean, I do not want those lying around my house. So that's the thing. Candy corn <laughs> spreads truth, and uh, candy hearts spread lies. There's not always going to be somebody there to hug you. Sometimes it's just you. Well, I would disagree. But let's let's go ahead and take our votes. I am a staunch supporter of the candy hearts. I... You know, I agree that you're hot stuff, Tyler. <laughs> I'm I'm also a fan of the Candy Hearts. They are just the bombadest. They are all mine. They are bombadest. I, I am a fan of America, even back to its origins, and I am therefore a fan of candy corn. Well, that doesn't matter. Murph, if you are out buying candies, just get yourself some of those conversation hearts and love them up enjoy them that take take pride in your yourself that you are a lovable human also being. murph murph what pokemon do you look most like yeah come on let us know man that was <laughs> clearly expected in our submission yeah. guidelines uh um, we already have a rapidash so don't take that one it's it's a rapidash that's yeah. I mean, flowing our, our Pokemon box is filling up, and uh, we do not need rapidash in our Pokedex. Yeah, so. Although he's one. already one step there, because all he can all he can say is his own name, Murph, Murphy, <laughs> Murph, 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 Murph. It's pretty close. Um, up next we have which is the creepier cartoon lover, <laughs> Helga or Pepe Le Pew? Which cartoon love struck character is is just uh makes makes you makes you grimace more? Grimace does. Grimace <laughs> oh, the grimace. grimace! What a love struck fool! He'll never be able to tell tell the Hamburglar 
His true feelings. Not to eat those hamburgers. Um. <laughs> See, my problem with Helga is that she she's, you know, like she one side of her mouth is saying, you know, hey there, football head and bullying him and, you know, line driving him with baseballs and giving him swirlies and all that jazz. Where at when then she goes home and she has a shrine made of him with his own used bubblegum. Which and that's just that's just Which terrifying. I'm pretty sure is hot, right? That's that's really hot. No, that's the opposite of that. Is that not Kevin. that I sh- Kevin, is that I not something that I should be doing? I don't think you know what that word means that you're talking about. I just assume. I mean, I I see girls on the subway and then I see them throw away gum and I just pick it up and I and then I make a shrine to them. I have a photographic memory, so I remember what they all look like. To to every girl, are you just building your like ideal girl out of pieces of gum, like that dude yeah. who made Pixel Perfect out of all those magazine clippings? Yes, thousand, no, I was gonna say he also times, yes. pulls a Truman Show, and because he has a photographic memory, he buys tons of magazines and cuts out eyes oh, and yeah. stuff and attaches them all with their bubble gum. Oh, and spoiler then, alert, guys! Yeah, takes the bubble gum to stick it to spoiler the wall. Spoiler alert, guys! My life is a television show. So Helga. She needs to, you know, she needs counseling because she is going about this in all kinds of unhealthy ways. She's just abusing poor Arnold. Pepe Le Pew, you know, yeah, maybe he is a catenizer. Maybe, you know, he stinks. But maybe he's a little overbearing. But at least he's trying to be suave. You know, he's given his best shot. He's at least being affectionate rather than, you know, like embarrassing Arnold in front of the entire family. And also, he's not a catenizer, as you put it. The cat in all the episodes happens to get a stripe down it, and it looks like a skunk. He thinks it's mm. a skunk. Uh, no, I, I still I think that I think he's still pretty yeah. catatonic. Um, the problem, Tyler, is that being up front like Pepe Le, Pew, Pepe Le Pew is actually called assault. And that's actually illegal. Um, so I'm pretty sure that what Pepe Le Pew is doing is illegal in almost all 50 states. Um, yeah, I'm pretty uh, sure I not saw in, Pepe Le Pew Not in his in native country of France. He's just... <laughs> but... but he is just a product of the French education. But here's system. the thing. I mean, he doesn't know any better. Uh, I feel like it's all them free colleges. Uh, Helga doesn't really. I mean, it's not like she's actually physically endangering Arnold. Um, I think that Pepe Le Pew is actually, you know, he's using his stature as a male to intimidate uh, somebody to maybe feel about him how they really don't, and just kind of force that upon them. Um, you know, he's spreading that musk all over the place. His manly musk. Um, and nobody wants that. And I hate it when people come into the workplace and, and spread do their manly muscles. Let's not forget the, the fact that all over the teachers. Helga, language. Helga's a child. She doesn't know any better. Right, it's exactly. Childish love. And Pepe Le Pew is a full-grown skunk. Right. He should know better. He should know that even in France, even in French, no actually, means no. He seems like or, or he's not, probably middle-aged. It no. might be a midlife crisis. What if he's abandoning his wife skunk and baby skunk his to go on this affair with this cat skunk? What if he's abandoning his boy skunk? He's abandoning his child skunk. That's just his terrible. Bunk. His bunk. Um, hey, um, can, can I... I don't know. Um, he, what if he... But what if he's just a victim of being lost in translation? He's living. He's living in that airport. All he knows is French. He, he's you're Bill Murray. What you think is a you're thinking of the movie The beautiful, Terminal. He, what he thinks, what he thinks is a beautiful female skunk who he believes you know to be sending him all the right signals, but he's just like a, a victim of circumstance, and then he has to go and like brush his teeth in the terminal bathroom, but makes friends with everybody in the Starbucks. Yeah, that's not lost in translation. That's the terminal. First of all. Um, no, that's the one about terminal. Oh, and that's a that's actually a very good romantic comedy. Bummer. Yeah, um, the terminal is a good romantic. That's great. Comedy. That's it. a great movie. But that's because Steven Spielberg directed. That's it. a good point. Lots of people. The man looking. can do no wrong, um, except for Warhorse. But but yeah, Jordan, I think you touched on a very important point. I think that that Helga represents a very 
a very true picture of adolescent confusion. A more innocent age. Right. I think that, you know, the problem she's dealing a with. A more innocent age where the school has trash can day. A more innocent age where they have, like, snowball Armageddon every winter. Uh, I, I, There's nothing innocent about this I love city. Hey Arnold. This is a, these are mean streets. I love Hey Arnold, but I was always troubled <clears throat> about the uh, the portrayal of, of the variety of ethnic uh, folk in that boarding house. Uh, I think also, you can cross-reference cross Mr. Wynn. Uh, Mr. Wynn, he's a country this, music this star. This is very creepy. What, what, what else goes against ethnic... What, what you kids doing? No, he was, what they, are you doing here? Why are you doing he this? Was, he was blowing ethnic stereotypes out of the water By when me, he becoming... pursued... Uh, I have a star, professor yeah. that sounds just like Mr. Wynn, and he is the best. <laughs> And uh um oh gosh, what was what was Sounds just like Tim McGraw. What was his name? Uh the other guy, Kakafka. Uh um, the Eastern yeah, European. Yeah, what was his name? Oscar. Hey, what, Oscar, what are yes. you doing? Arnold, why are you, you going? Read. I can't read. Kitty, kitty, kitty. I want to pet the kitty. Can we go on a tangent here and and I think we already for have. A second? I don't think you need to ask permission. Why? I why? believe I believe what you did that without any kind of permission on my part. Stoop? What? What brought the stoop kid to his stoop? He was Helga's first love. Really? He was. He's afraid to leave his home lest his gum be collected and his head be noogie. Uh, or was it because Helga spurned kind of him? You don't think stoop kid was suicidal, do you? Man on a no. stoop. You're thinking a man on a wire, and that was about a, a French acrobat, uh, which Pepe Le Pew could have devoted his life to. He could have been an, acrobat, been an acrobat instead of a womanizer. See, and that's the thing. Pepe Le Pew represents a waste of life. He has he's been given his his life opportunity. Um, he's had his "It's a Wonderful Life" Clarence moment, where Clarence came and said, "Well, you know what would happen if you weren't on the earth." A lot of good stuff. So you probably shouldn't be here. Um, but he said, you know what? No, I'm still going to waste my life and throw it away by just chasing women. And Helga is a, is a life blossoming. She's saying, I, I'm going to take life by the horns and I am going to be afraid to express my true feelings. But someday I will do it. There's hope there. Um, and I think that that's important for America. Did anyone see the Hey Arnold movie? Yes, and it was fantastic. I never, I never got that. Far. Oh, it's so good. Does Does anyone can confess anything? Yes, she does confess to him, but then she says it was a joke or something. I can't remember. Wait, was there a Hey Arnold see, all grown up? What's that? Uh, no, but there was. No, but I would watch that in a second. <laughs> all grown up, where? Oh, well, the I, I, the grandparents. Yeah, it's called. Be... It's called Doug. It is called Doug. Dear uh, Journal, Doug. Patty is the best. I think we can all agree Patty Mayonnaise is the best. Yeah, that's true. Should we true. take a final yeah, vote on this? Sa- all right, hold on. Side vote. All right. Patty final Mayonnaise vote. over any woman alive. Jordan. Uh, are we, wait, is is the vote on which is worse? Yes. Then Pepe which Le Pew, because he's an adult. He should know better. Yeah. Pepe, none means none. Pepe, I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt because there's like, uh, there's just, that ain't right if if somebody's taken regurgitated gum and, you know, creating a life-size replica. And then she makes out with the gum replica. Oh, yeah, gosh. There's, that's, that's not only unsanitary, but also terrifying. There's no indication that Pepe Le Pew doesn't do that. There's uh, no evidence to the contrary, point. though. So, you know, that's what I'm saying. So, I I suppose Helga is the lesser of two evils, as as far as I am concerned. So, that brings us to the end of our show. Thank you so much for joining us, listener. It's been a great time. If you would like to send in any questions, you can do that by sending them to Ninjas vs. Podcast, that's versus VS without a period, at gmail.com you can catch us on formspring formspring.me slash ninjas versus podcast twitter you can tweet at ninjas versus podcast or use the nvp hashtag which also has some some excellent i think 
cheerleading and uh, Norwegian political party. Norwegian political party information. That's there, really you all know, you need for life. The, only, yeah, the only thing that the exact reason why you registered for your right. Twitter account, listener. Or you can follow us on our Facebook fan page where we will be posting funny pictures that tie in with the show. Uh, Jordan, I know, posted some uh, some music for comparison from Scarface and the Godfather debate. Just a lot of great stuff. And we're interactive here about the show. Uh, yeah. We we are we are romantically in love with you, listener, and we're going to shower you with gifts. If if you if you let us. Also, speaking uh, of Twitter, Caitlin Sultana has this to say: "It all comes down to the next seven days. Won't back down. MVP. Won't back down. Won't back down. It does all come down to the next seven days. Don't back down, guys. Don't do it. Don't all all Valentines all the time. Yeah. Gotta go get it. Get get. Just so, be Valentine. Uh, Thank you very much to everyone who has been rating and reviewing the show. We've got a lot of great rates and reviews recently. Anytime you do that, it helps more people to find the show. So thank you very much. But more than that, you know, just go on a nice, quiet date with with your your Valentine significant other. Put a put a candle on the table. You know, share share a plate of spaghetti. You know. Maybe, maybe your lips brush as you meet at the center of the strand of pasta and then say, hey, I've got this podcast that I think you'll like. It's about three guys who argue about pretzels and things and like that. And tell then tell them you want, you want to listen to all 12 episodes in a row. So just 12 hours of great podcasting. Half a day of material. Which that's going to – Happy That'll show day. if he's really for real or not, if he's really into you. Yeah. So if, you're, yeah, if he's devoted. If also, the, if, 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 if that's he the man or lady of your funny, dreams. If he doesn't think it's funny, he's probably not worth it. Kick him yeah. to the curb. What does he know? She's probably, probably, even look he like he's probably not worth it if she doesn't think it's funny. But if she's really cute, then maybe – I don't know what you implied there, but I loved it. And also, um, if you take this podcast and you play it backwards and sync it up to uh, take my breath away, um, it's going to be the best. You'll like what yeah. you find. Uh, yeah. Play it along, play it alongside um, the Lord of the Rings trilogy, <laughs> extended edition, of course. Yes. Uh, so, so much Tom. Bob those though. are the ways. Those are the ways you can get in contact with us. Thank you so much to Eric Terribio, who has been submitting a lot of questions and also does our outro song, Ultraviolet Bliss. Uh, thank you to Animal Tropical, who does our excellent, excellent intro song, 20 Miles. And thank you to, uh, to everyone who is joining us here on your, your, uh, your earphone head buds. Our final question, keeping... With our ninjas versus podcast theme, and also with Valentine's Day, uh, we are each going to compose a ninja-related Valentine message for you. Ready? Go. Uh, I will be performing a ninja-related haiku uh, that will also relate to undying passion and love. Uh, Ninjas are so great. Ninjas can feel love so well. <laughs> and don't forget stealth. Uh, truer words never said. Oh, thank you. That will be available nowhere. Because it's that rare. It's It's gone into the ether now and no one will ever... It's like keep beautiful. your eye out for the uh, the limited seven inch, which okay. we'll be re- I will releasing go next. via Kickstarter. I I have just quickly inscribed a quick poem. Uh, Roses are red, ninjas are black. I love you, dear, but we just got attacked by ninjas and we're dead. <laughs> uh, that was fantastic and true. That was a romantic drama right there. Yeah, not a dramedy, certainly not. Tyler? I also have composed a poem. It goes a little bit something like this. Roses are red. 
Violets are blue. Just like my throwing stars, I'm stuck on you. Oh. <laughs> Wait, so you you <laughs> stabbed a woman to show Thank her you. your love? Thank you very much oh, for joining us. As ever, I'm your host, Tyler. I am your co-host, Jordan. I'm Kevin. And until next time... Find some romanza. And cover it in ricotta cheese. Oh, just mount it on down and scoop it up with you and Scoop's cannon. Count Scoopula. Gonna have a summer party Where we dance out in the sun We're gonna bounce and shake our bodies And we'll be dead when we're all done Tired from all the fun and games We'll hit the ground Let the grass scratch up our legs And we'll soak in the ultraviolet bliss Hey guys, I, I got something for you though. I got something to contribute to this. I got two words for you. Well, I got, I got four words. What, what about cheese puffs? What about cheese puffs? Is that is that your entire comment? That that has nothing to do with it. That was that was that was worthless. But you're worthless, Jordan. But cheese puffs.